It's time for Black Business University, the show that brings you interviews, tips, and tools to help you explode your business. Here's your host, BBU founder, Fran Harris. Hi, everybody. Fran Harris. I am so excited to bring you today's Spotlight interview. The Black Business University podcast is brought to you by Audello, the number one distribution software for today's top podcasters. You can check it out at podcastersoftware.com. And now, here's today's guest. Wouldn't it be nice to go to a single website and find out what any black organization is doing? Well, that's the basic concept behind everyblackevent.com. Founder Jimmy Davies has been in the database and technology business for many, many years, and now he's bringing his genius and his talents to everyblackevent.com. All right, so first thing I usually start with folks is how they got to the place where they are. So you may have done a lot of different things in your life, but what you're doing right now, how did you get there? Um, oh, boy, it goes way back. I think, um, <laughs> uh, well, I'll start from the very, very beginning. I, when I was a kid, I was growing up in the 60s, and some of my cousins uh, would be active in the civil rights movement during the mm-hmm. time. And I wanted to be a part of that, but by the time I got old enough, it was basically all over with, and I just thought I was left out. But over the years, I started getting into computers. Uh, I actually had a janitorial service in the 80s, I'm kind of fast-forwarding. Um, and I was looking for a computer to help me manage my janitorial service. Mm-hmm. And I, a friend of mine showed me a Macintosh, and after <laughs> that, I knew I was hooked. So within three months, I changed jobs from um, being in the janitorial service to teaching people how to use Macintosh computers. And I started out in uh, Newport News, Virginia, and it took a while to get it going, but I just hit it at a right time when everyone was just getting the computers and no one knew how to use them. So I would go around the country, literally around the country, teaching people to use software like Word and Excel, PowerPoint, PageMaker, the whole, the whole gamut. Photoshop. But what happened is that I would start teaching people to use FileMaker, a database program, and the companies would just say, well, can you just do it for us? <laughs> Develop the database. It started maybe early, in the mid-90s, and that kept happening. And um, also, at the time, I just wanted to stop all of the traveling I had. Travel. Mm-hmm. and trying to keep up on all the versions of all the new software. So I started specializing in FileMaker database design. And I've been doing that for the last 15 years. But what happened is that working with other companies, I started seeing what could be done. Uh, for example, there was a, three guys in Williamsburg, Virginia, who had the idea of having a uh, selling ornaments, Christmas ornaments, mm-hmm. detailed, decorated ornaments for like Biltmore um, in Asheville, North Carolina, for Henry Ford Museum, New York Yankees. Those are some of their clients. And they were selling tons and tons of ornaments, but then they really hit it big when they were selling ornaments for the White House and for the U.S. Congress. And they went from a three-person operation to an 80-person operation. Well, where I came in is they needed a database to manage and keep track of all the things they were producing. Right. So I did that for about five years. Um, I worked for um, 
clinic, medical clinic in Raleigh, North Carolina, helping a surgeon, keeping track of all his patients and things like that. So over the years, I kept thinking, like, what? I'm helping all these other companies do something with their databases. But I wanted to do something that I had a personal interest in. Mm-hmm. And going back to, like I said, my childhood, then I realized, like, that wasn't my time. This is my time. You know, this is the time that, you know, the, the information age is my time. And I just had a real knack for it. Didn't go to school for it. Just got in early. And right. It well. So over time, I came up with the idea of a national directory of African-American. Actually, I started off with African-American organizations. And I want to have a national directory database of any African-American organization. And I had that on the web for a while. I wasn't getting much interest in it. But then Twitter came along, and it made me realize it's not about the organization so much. It's about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. About the events. Mm-hmm. So once I started working on the events, changed focus from the organization itself to what organizations are doing, then it, kicked, then it started to pick up um, to the point where why well, I worked on it all last year, got the site up, I've been up since December of 2014, and since then I've had a lot of interest in it. But I decided I, I had to leave my job in order to work on this because I was being bogged down 50, 60 hours a week at my job developing medical software, and I'm getting all this interest in my every black Internet website, and I can't do anything with it. You know, not, not <laughs> to the point where yeah. I want. Yeah. So as of uh, July 1st this year. I, I left my employer to work on my website full time. Um, so as a going away present, he was nice enough to send me to uh, Las Vegas for a computer conference. That's why I just got back from Las Vegas. Nice, nice. So, you know, it's interesting that you uh, bring that up. I actually uh, am very interested, very intrigued by the whole event space. You know, we produce events, we produce television events, we produce entrepreneurial conferences and that kind of stuff. And, and you're right, it's, it's so much about the timing of when you do things. I've had, in the last week, several black entrepreneurs want to do something not necessarily exactly like yours, but similar, some in the directory space, in the kind of aggregating what people are doing. And so you, you are literally about 30 days, 33 days into <laughs> what you're doing full-time and how is the life of an entrepreneur, I mean, a full-time, because you've been entrepreneuring, if you will, for a while, but... What's it like now to sit with the fact that you are out there doing your own thing and not even dabbling in other stuff with other folks? Well, actually, it, it feels good because yeah. uh, I'm able to focus on it and what's happened because I'm able to focus on it. Yeah. The picture is becoming even more clear. And, and mm-hmm. what, I mean, what I mean by that is it's, it's really opening my eyes. I'm, I'm talking to people. Uh, I'm actually talking to a couple of companies about branding and, and helping me improve on the look of the website. I'm, I'm a mm-hmm. database developer, but I'm not a web designer, and I tell people right. I don't have that graphic eye. So I'm working with some people on that, but what's opening my eyes is that the potential in the website is even greater than I initially thought. Mm-hmm. So we, we have a lot of plans to, to, to improve upon the website. Where over the next three to six months, there's going to be some major changes. Um, for example, one thing that we wanted to, to include is now that we've got all of these events, people should be able to buy their tickets for the events. Online. That's right. All right. Um, and not only that, but maybe the, the organizations need an event planner to help them 
<laughs> yeah. So now you're talking about 360, three kind of 360 support, and I don't mean support in the in the in the way of you know customer support, but literally kind of looking at what the related solutions might be for your core customers. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we and there's a number of other things too that we want to do, um, including you know why just limited to organizations when we have black churches or. Political mm-hmm. all geared you know, towards the African American community. So those no are quite. things that that we're working on, like right now. That so what is Jimmy? What has been your what's been your biggest challenge to get to the place where you are? Because as we go back through your timeline, there were several opportunities that I hear that you could have you know you could have struck out on your own, right? You could have said, oh, you know, I'll take this computer consulting thing and do that. What is it about now and the business that you've just created that made this timing right for you? Well, actually, I, believe it or not, I actually was on my own before. Okay. Providing the computer training. I did mm-hmm. that in the year 2000, but in all honesty, people kept offering me jobs. Yeah. They literally kept offering me jobs, and, and I took a few jobs. And I also I had some personal things going through at the time, like the board, mm-hmm. and I just needed a break. Yeah. But but when it all was said and done, I knew that the real entrepreneurial part of me, spirit within me, like I'm not done yet. And mm-hmm. So when I um, when I came up with the Every Black Event website or concept, I knew that you know that there's just one more one more project in me, and, and I want to really capitalize <laughs> on everything that I've learned over the last three decades, you know, working in this field, the things that I've done for everyone else. But now it's time to do it for myself. While I can, mm-hmm. my health is right. good. I have you know, really no real responsibilities. My daughter's grown <laughs> on her own. So I figured if not now, then when. So I'm going for it. So what's been the biggest challenge? What's been the biggest entrepreneurial challenge for you? And I believe it doesn't have to be anything technical. It can be that you can't go to sleep because you're so excited. But what's been the, the biggest challenge for you at this point in your journey? Oh, I guess, um, I don't know if there's, I guess I've got a number of things on front. I, I don't know if there's any one particular challenge that I can say. Um, time, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, right now, I feel I feel the need to do it now. Like you said, that there's others that maybe are thinking about it or, or know also yep. once I put the concept out there. You know, if it's a good idea, others will copy it. So sure. I want to be and remain first um, and fulfill all the ideas that I have for the site. So I think if there's anything, I, maybe that's the one thing I want to quickly develop it to the point where I, you know, where I'm satisfied, where 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 I want it to be. Well, I will tell you this: a few years ago, if you'll do just a little research online, I created a a site called Black Biz Event. And what you just, in fact, people start following us on Twitter. I mean, literally, this was like four or five years ago. We did nothing with that, right? We didn't, we didn't continue that. We were kind of like, let's do a little test and let's see what's happening. So if there is exactly what you mentioned, it's like, who is going to take this and focus on this and make it what it can be? And that is sometimes kind of the rub with a lot of entrepreneurs. You know, when you, most of us have a million ideas. And really not the discipline to go and build it out. 
And so you hit it on the nail. And folks, if y'all are listening right now, I mean, I know you, you see stuff on television, you see stuff in the newspaper, you see stuff all over the place that you thought of. It doesn't matter that you thought of it. <laughs> it doesn't matter that you thought of it. It's who is going to go and execute it. So what's going to, what, what about this particular venture, Jimmy, leads you to believe that this is it? Well, because like over the last three years, I've built databases literally for all types of businesses. Yeah. And I know this stuff. You know, I know what makes it work. And, and just, uh, I've been a big proponent of the Internet since, um, mm-hmm. since it was first become popular. I'm telling people about it. Like, you know, the glossy look over their eyes, but now everyone can. <laughs> but yeah. I, I've been working with this stuff for literally for almost 30 years. So I just, I, I know it. Like, that's what I said. I, even though I wasn't able to do the things I wanted to do during the 60s as a child, this mm-hmm. is my time. This, this is, like, what I was made for. I, I guess yeah. I mean, it's like, I know this is my purpose. Whether others do it or not, I know that this is something I need to do. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great that's a great point. Something you have to do. Okay, so what kind of team have you put around you? A lot of times, entrepreneurship can be a very isolated endeavor. People want to do everything by themselves. They think they're going to do it in isolation. What what kind of team are you putting around yourself for the, to make sure that you're successful? Well, that's that's the question because. One thing that I've learned, too, over the years, I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of my weaknesses is the, the marketing, branding. So um, I'm in negotiation right now with actually with one company in particular that I'm interested in, in working with to just get the word out or help me set up, create a brand and, and get the word out um, mm-hmm. market. Uh, the other thing is that I'm a FileMaker database developer. I'm not a web expert. Right. And there's a difference. So FileMakers, uh, some people may not have heard of FileMaker, but it's sort of like access. Mm-hmm. And I, I can do anything in FileMaker. And I created the website, but I know that there's some things on the website that should be better. Right. So I'm actually meeting with a guy this evening, a friend of mine that's a very good web designer. Uh, and, uh, and to have him help me to... With the aesthetic. To hire him, mm-hmm. yeah. Hire mm-hmm. him, actually. Mm-hmm make the site better. I've also got a few other people that are helping me. One lady in particular I need to mention, her name is Sherry Lewis, and she comes with me every, she comes to the house every Saturday morning, just working out of the spare bedroom right now. Mm-hmm. And she helps me to make sure that the events that people are listing are current and accurate. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. She kind of goes through that to, to manage the things that are going up on the site now. And we, and we discuss also the plans for the for the site. Uh, one other lady, young lady, his name is Dee Darby. And Dee just was so excited about it, she wants to volunteer. So we put <laughs> on the website, if people want to volunteer to check the box when you submit your information, mm-hmm. we had about 18 people around the country that said they want to volunteer. It's perfect. So since Dee is local, I said, well, Dee, you're in charge of the volunteers. <laughs> and so the only thing we want the volunteers to do is let us know what's going on in your area. So uh, some of them are being very helpful in, in keeping us informed of what's going on in different areas of the country. Uh, so how do you stay? How do you stay inspired to do what you do at this point? Do you are you a proponent of reading? Do you listen to things? Where do you get your inspiration, motivation, and 
those kinds of things to keep you moving in the direction that you're going. Um, well, yeah, I, I do. I'm reading a book right now called The Laptop Millionaire. Mm-hmm. I if you've heard of it. I have. Okay. Um, in the middle mm-hmm. of reading that now. Uh, and, and, and one thing that he says, and I've never heard it before, is that um, the more you learn, the more you earn. No question. Basically, uh, you, you've got to continue to learn. Um, there's one other... Also, on YouTube, there's a lot of good information on YouTube. Uh, Les Brown has some videos on there just uh, talking about motivational videos to kind of help you, um, inspire you to, to move forward and not, you know, don't let fear creep into what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and there's one other film. I'm trying to think of the same, not quite pause, but I can't think of the same right now, but it'll come to me. All right. In your in your estimation, what's the single greatest invention of your lifetime, and why? Oh my God, I would say the internet. No, in point. my opinion, because yeah, it just uh, removed so many barriers. Uh, basically, it changed. It has changed communication. Mm-hmm. You can now put your message out for anyone to hear or to see. And um, and the speed of it, I mean, the speed of electricity. So basically, you go around the world, and um, in, in a matter of milliseconds, it's changed industries. You know, it's changed yeah. the way we get our music. It's changed the way we place ads. I remember we used to place ads in newspapers, but now Craigslist mm-hmm. has replaced that. Mm-hmm. Um, the post office is going out of business because everyone is right. using electronic banking. Yeah. Uh, it's it's um it's just changed everything. So in, in my lifetime I would say that the um, the the way that the internet has changed communication that makes it possible for anyone to reach out. Technology is so amazing. Yeah, I think about my I think about if I've asked that question to different generations, right? And that's why I ask it my if I say that to my dad, he's like eighty two years old, he'll say the telephone, he might say the automobile, you know, and it's so fascinating to hear the answer to that question. Whenever I speak, I go, no question, the internet has changed us forever. I mean, it is the most revolutionary. I mean, without it, like it just changed. You mentioned industries. Every single industry has been revolutionized by this one specific, you know, advancement. So it's really, really cool to hear people, uh, their answer to that question. Okay, final question for you. Go ahead. No, go for it. Go for it, Jimmy. Oh, I was going to say, and actually, uh, even before uh, Barack Obama ran for president, I kept thinking, somebody's going to grab this, grab this. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, he did. I don't think he would have been president without the Internet. No question. No question. What, what amazes me, I'm glad you brought that, what amazes me is that these other candidates are still not, like, they need to go and go, would you look at 2008, please? Do yeah. you understand? This is why this dude won. Yeah. <laughs> and there's yeah. still not. I'm like, okay, all right, fine. All right. Anyway, last question. You are embarking on this journey that you've you've kind of already, you've always been on this journey, and now you are taking it to another level. What is your vision for your event business? What's your big vision? The big vision, um, outside of making a dollar, the big (laughs) vision is I want this site to be a place 
that not only people can go to find out what's going on, but I want every black event to be a website that can change this country, change history. And like I said, going back to the 60s where I wasn't able to be a part of that civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. I think if we take the Internet, every black event, one site where we can share information, distribute you know, uh, ideas. Or, for example, the, the uh, next election in 2016, political election, mm-hmm. I want to be a factor in that. I want every black yeah. event to be a factor. If we've got all these organizations, churches, social social uh, organizations, all connected, that that's a powerful that's a powerful source resource to be able to reach out to all these people at one time with whatever message you know we need to do that. So that's just, in, in my opinion, it, it's more than just uh, it's more than just database. Mhm. How can people find out more about you and learn more about the movement that you're igniting online? Well, I'm asking folks just to go to every black event, list your organization, list yourself, and let us know what you're doing. That's the biggest thing, because I'm trying to get people, trying to drive traffic to the site right now to get traffic to list what they're doing and um, list their information. And for those who want to be informed, we'll put them on a mailing list and, and let them know what's going on. But next, over the next three to six months, we're going to be making some major changes for the better. So uh, just keep informed, and, and um, we'll, be, we'll be hearing more about it in the future. All right. What is your favorite? What's a, a quote or a saying that you live by? Take us home with, with something that you've heard or you've said that you truly live by or you are implementing in your business or your life. Well, I guess one thing that I've, I kind of claim that I, I don't know if anyone else has said it exactly the way I do, but I say that um, change is constant, or, or I should back up and mess it up. Whenever there's change, there's opportunity, or that since change is constant, there's always opportunity. That's going to do it for today's show. Your next move is to head on over to blackbusinessuniversity.com to pick up your bonuses from today's guest as well as exclusive deals for Black Business University members from our sponsors. This is Fran Harris signing off saying, get out there and make your move, make your mark, and make your difference. You've been listening to the Black Business University Podcast. Become a member at blackbusinessuniversity.com, where you can learn, teach, give, and get paid.